0: All right, hello and welcome to the second episode of What's the Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Izzy LaRue. I'm Aaron. Harold. And this week we're going to be talking about topics surrounding the NFL world. So let's just get started off with some breaking news today. Um, so Gronkowski got traded to the Bucks today. The He got traded for a seventh-round pick, shipped to Tampa Bay for a fourth-rounder in return. From New England, he saw has a one year left on his deal, ten million dollars, and he said he would only play for Tom Brady. Your guys'
1: have thoughts? Um, I I think it was a pretty good deal on the Buccaneers' parts in terms of they just got another tight end. As we know, OJ Howard, he's he's been pretty reliable. I mean, he hasn't been bad. He's a good tight end. But if Gronkowski's still the same player, then it was definitely a good trade. But he's been away from football, and it's really not that easy to get back. So we still – it might be – people are – obviously a lot of people are saying the Patriots got screwed, all this, Buccaneers won the trade. We still don't know what Gronk can do after being away from football.
0: Well, he passed his physical today.
1: Okay, and?
2: I'm just saying that he passed it's his physical. I know that is does mean anything, <coughs> but that's just – yeah,
1: it's not that that physical. yeah,
2: I, I know uh, a lot. No, like there's, I think there's a lot of potential with that because Gronk like was really, really good. And then with OJ Howard, he's like young and emerging. So like he's going to be really good. And then you have like Mike Evans on one side and Godwin on the other side. So like you're going to have to double one of them. And then you have like those two over the middle. So like, that's a really good combination. It makes the, it makes the Bucks very dangerous.
1: Yeah, but I don't think anyone's worried about
2: doubling O.J. Howard. Let's just get that out of way. Okay, there. no, 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 not, not doubling O.J. Howard. I mean, like, you're going to have to double Mike Evans because he's yeah. that good. Yeah, <laughs> One, so, you're so gonna have to have also free. And then you're the also, also going to have to double or have someone to guard Gronk, and, like, not a lot of teams have a player that can – or, like, you have to account for what if he comes back to being as good as he was. You're not going to have a player to guard both of those. I'm mm-hmm. just
0: pretty excited for that air attack with Bruce Serena as his head coach. I mean, Tom Brady has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, arguably the, one of the top three wide receiver duos in the NFL. And then he has Gronk back with O.J. Howard. Kind of dangerous. They just need a running back right now. I don't see – they don't really have a set running back right now.
1: Mhm. I I honestly think uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are the best receiving duo in the league. Both what over about Julio Ciar- and Calvin Ridley? Yeah. You're kidding, right? Think I'm just coming. saying. Julio and Calvin Ridley weren't put up <laughs> as much stats as Chris Godwin and what's his name? That's and, um, true. Really yeah, no, no. I agree with that only because, of like,
2: Julio – like, I think Julio is a lot better than Calvin yeah. Ridley. Obviously, right now, Calvin Ridley's pretty young. He's, like, a raw talent. Like, he's good, but he's not, like, as good as he can be yet. So, I think if you took that bet in the future, like, okay, maybe. But, like, Mike Evans has been, like, really solid. I mean, like, the Bucs haven't been good because they've been playing with, like, Jameis, was like, the jack of all trades. So, like, you haven't had, like, the best showing from Mike Evans. (laughs) So then – and then adding Chris Godwin into that, he's also a really young receiver who's, like, big and, like, will body you. So those two, like, that's a really good duo.
0: All right. um, Let's get into our next topic. So there's been, um, like, speculation around Odell getting traded from the Browns since since last season even – Adam Scheffner kind of shut them down. But as we've seen before, there's been Odell rumors about him getting traded when he was on the Giants and the GM shut it down. But then almost a month later, he was traded to the Browns. So what do you guys think about all this Odell rumor stuff again?
1: Um, I think all Odell Beckham can really do is I mean, these past couple of years to sell jerseys. I mean, he's got the highest selling jerseys. I mean, what else has he done on the field? <laughs> Let's be honest here. I mean, trading him, he's obviously not on the same page as Baker Mayfield, but but they had one bad year. So the plan should be, I mean, they should just give it one more year, and if it doesn't work out, they they basically have to get him out of there because you could get a lot more from him in return and add pieces around Baker Mayfield. I mean, who knows? Baker Mayfield also might be the problem because he was really hyped up coming into the season, and he didn't really even play that good last year. So (laughs) you have to, like, find the problem. Is it the quarterback or is it the receiver? The thing is, Odell is proven. Like, he's proven. Baker Mayfield is not proven. So – but Baker Mayfield's a quarterback, so he obviously gets the benefit of the doubt because it's much easier to find a receiver than it is a quarterback. But they should just let it work for one more year, unless a team offers a really good trade that you can do not.
0: Okay, let's say that uh, Odo actually does get traded. What teams would you guys like him to go to? Where does he best fit? Hey,
2: you know, we want him. Uh, San Francisco. I'd I, like I, yeah, to see I kinda him. I kind of agree like that. I'd like to see, see him in a 49er. I know a lot of people don't think it works because like, okay, we just picked up Debo and we have the 13th pick and a lot of people think we're going to take a receiver with that pick, which is like understandable. So, I mean, you could go that route and I'm happy with it working either way because either way, if we pick Judy or Lamb or Ruggs or whoever we pick, they're all going to be, I think we can all agree they're going to, like they're probably going to be really good players. Not, who knows if they're going to be as good as Odell or better or worse. So we don't really know where that goes. But as far as talent wise, I think we can all agree that they're really good. So when you bring it back to Odell, I think it doesn't make him a need for, the team, for a team like the 49ers. I think a team like the Jets might really need him because the Jets are in the position where they need line, so they might draft a lineman, so they might not be able to draft a receiver and they pick early. So I think a team like the Jets that might be able to work out for Odell, if not the I agree next. with that.
0: Yeah, getting Sam Donald would help would be really beneficial for that team, especially since he only has, like, what, Robbie Anderson?
1: Yeah. Oh, much. Uh, Le'Veon Bell must have died the last couple <laughs> of months. I mean,
2: he has I thought, Bell. I
0: mean, yeah, but he doesn't have a set. Oh, we're talking of, like receiver. passing
2: weapons, though. I mean, uh, Le'Veon I'm Bell's sure. a pass catcher, or well, he's good at catching passes, but like in terms of, like receiving pitch, there's not like a whole lot of, whole lot of them.
0: Yeah, besides Robbie Anderson, he doesn't really have anyone else to throw to. All right, speaking of the Jets, um, Jamal Adams is not participating in the virtual offseason. It's basically like a holdout, and I I don't know what he's trying to accomplish here. I mean, he still have t- he still has two years left on his contract. Um, I don't know if he's trying to get traded. I don't know if he's trying to get a, an early contract extension. But it really just doesn't make any sense right now why he's not cooperating with the front office or coaches right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, he uh, Jamal Adams is like obviously a super important piece to that team because he's like one of the. Use superstars that they have so I think him not showing up should be a sign to them that either like as a franchise the Jets need to get things like together they need to like show that they're making progress because obviously I feel like this is just like a frustrated athlete who wants to win and when you come from you know a place where you're not used to winning that much when it comes to the Jets I feel like he probably wants to go and you know see it like a breath of fresh air and or at least be like know that they're going to try to win something soon uh wasn't the offseason voluntary? Yeah,
0: these, these, these
1: are this is voluntary, but yeah. it's still, it's still acting as a holdout.
0: Mean? What does voluntary it's still mean? still acting as a holdout.
1: Yeah, but what does voluntary mean?
0: Okay, but think about this.
2: No, no, if answer it's, the question. Hey, workout,
0: come on. If it's answer team workouts, why wouldn't you do the team workouts? What does voluntary mean? It's Voltaire. He can do it. He wants to.
2: Exactly. He doesn't. to do, do it. You have to remember.
0: It does it matter. To Jamal Adams, like, He's a he's the
2: think- captain, though. Like he's like a player that they all think of as like Who a really cares? good player. So think. I'm just saying, like you'd think, you, like you'd want them to be there. Like if you had like some superstar player, your best player on the team, and there was like some, you know, you guys were like getting back, you know, there's a virus going on and everything. Like your team needs support. So like I feel like you'd want your best player to be there. The Jets think they're going three and 13.
1: He's not obligated to do anything. I'm not saying they're
2: not.
1: He's most likely leaving after his contract ends. So I don't see the problem with it. It's not like we're going to be talking about the Jets come playoff time. (laughs) All right. But we (laughs) could be talking about him because he could get moved. No one's going to be talking about, oh, the Jets are losing because Jamal Adams didn't want to show up to the virtual office. (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
0: Okay. Well, let's get into some more um, trade rumors. So Leonard Fournette and Yannick Ngakwe, they've been rumored to be traded. Well, not really Ngakwe. Um, He's more said, um, free me on Twitter. He actually got on a Twitter beef with the Jags owner the other day, and they got into it. And at the end of it, he basically said, trade me, free me. I want out of here. And this comes as the Jags are stripping away a lot of their good players they traded Nick Foles to the Bears. They released Marquis Lee the other day. And it seems like they're just wanting to build around Gardner and Minshew. Um,
2: well, addressing the yeah, players they've gotten rid of, I think, like, some of that, I think these players are like Leonard Fournette and Yannick Ngakwe. I think that getting rid of them is more of, like, an important thing because Nick Foles, they brought him in, and he was, like, unpro- like Well, not unproven, but when he came in, he didn't live up to the expectations that they had for him. So, I'm he's not going to say I was Nicole, just
0: getting to the playoffs. And
2: he, hey, and he, hey, he, he didn't live up to the
1: expectations. He, he, he does.
0: does. There's a difference hey.
1: between on the playoffs of the Jaguars and on the playoffs of <laughs> the Eagles that
2: here, buddy. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, like I was saying, he, you know, he didn't really perform or up to their expectations. So, it wasn't surprised they got rid of him. And then Marquise Lee, you know, he's solid, but he's not like a top receiver necessarily. Like, he's not like the, the greatest one out there. So, it's not surprised that they – Got rid of him, or not to say that they got rid of him, but say that they moved on from him, so that wasn't necessarily surprising. but when you think about like the players that they're talking about now, this is like real like if you get rid of Leonard fournette, you're cleaning house like you're expecting to move on because Leonard fournette is a really good running back, you know, I think we' all agree he's a top ten, right probably a top 10 running back or in the uh, area. Yeah, Yeah. so he's really, obviously, he's really good. And Yannick Ngakwe is a good defensive lineman. So moving on from them is like moving away from your future because both of them are really young too.
1: Yeah, and I honestly agree with that, but I think they need to do whatever they can to keep Leonard Fournette. He rushes for over a 1,000 yards. And let's not act like the Jaguars' offense doesn't have weapons. DJ Chark was otherworldly. He came on last year. Otherworldly. And like oh, you yeah, said, they have, they, have they have weapons. And giving up Leonard Fournette would only deplete the offense. They need, yeah. They basically need like just to build around. And if Minshew keeps up, living up to like expectations, they have a good team. Like I think Leonard Fournette needs to stay because some of the other places, like where else could he go? I mean, the Dolphins? Come on now. <laughs> he should stay I mean, just because they can really like if the if that team gets it together that offense could be dangerous.
0: Yeah, but it's not really up to him. Um, yeah. the, the trade rumors actually came after he made some comments about him wanting Cam Newton to come to the Jags, meaning that he doesn't want Gardner Minshew as the start as QB1. Well, I don't think it necessarily means he doesn't yeah, want him. Yeah, that wouldn't be a mistake. Because,
2: like, would you rather have like Cam – like Cam's that. the MVP and he's been to a Super Bowl? Like, mm-hmm. I mean oh, – yeah. More experience. Look, if, if Jalen Ramsey
1: said I wanted Aaron Rodgers, that doesn't mean he doesn't want, what's his name, Jared Goff there. I mean, maybe he's cool with Jared Goff. He's just, like, cooler with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, speaking of um some underpaid people, well, actually overpaid people, Dak not getting paid. You guys what are you guys
1: thoughts on that? Uh all I'm gonna say is if Ryan Tannerhill is getting paid, any quarterback, <laughs> and I mean any quarterback <laughs> has a good chance of getting paid. Literally, it it's still beyond me how Ryan Tannerhill got paid before Derrick Henry. Yeah, and cool. how nobody got, like Ryan Tannerhill had good plays. But they wouldn't have done anything without Derrick Henry. I mean, it's the way the – if I was one of the Titans owners, I would have done the same thing. There's no point in paying a guy when you don't have to. It's not about deserving. It's about how can you build a good team without having to, like, pay more money than you need to. But I think Dak Prescott should have taken the money when he has a chance. He completely hurt his, like – he hurt his reputation after not taking the money. Because you'd think he'd play better to show that he deserves more money, but he actually did the opposite. (coughs) He basically, like, wet the bed, and now I don't even think he's worth that much. I think he should just take the money and stop talking. I mean, it's kind of like a slap in the face. They they
0: paid Zeke. They paid Amari Cooper. It's his turn to get paid, and they're not paying him. And he's the quarterback.
1: That's the thing, though. He was
0: offered money.
1: He was offered good money, but he didn't. Does anyone know how much he got
2: paid? Like, does anyone know how much he got offered? Like, where? I'm pretty sure it was around.
1: It was around like forty million or something around there. Like, who is that? Like, who is it around though? Like, who is he in the the range of? Does anyone? know? I do not remember. It was
0: under. It was under Carson Wentz. And his whole his whole thing is that he wants to get paid at least as much or more than Carson Wentz because that's the same QB in his division.
2: And if that's the case, I agree with that. Because Carson Wentz, like, when you really think about it, he hasn't seen, like, too much more success than Dak Prescott. Like, obviously, the one year he, like, hurt himself when he was carrying his team to the Super Bowl or whatever, and they went on to win it without him. I don't know, like, take that however you want. But they won it without him. And he he was having – he was on his way to a really good season. He was on his way to an MVP season, and he got hurt. But Dak Prescott for the Cowboys has been, like, consistent. Like, I'm not going to say he's been, like – oh, my God, like, the second coming, like, you know, he's been good. But he, has, like, he hasn't been, like, crazy good. Now, does he deserve more money than Carson Wentz? I think he deserves at least as much because he's been more consistent over the times than Carson Wentz. So I think he deserves his money. I don't think – I don't know if he'll get it. And if he's – like, I feel like if, if there's any time the Cowboys shouldn't pay a quarterback, it's now, just given the people who are in this draft and the people that they could – potentially trade up for so it's not such a or they don't even have to trade up they could wait and maybe someone like Jordan Love comes down to them which I mean like that depends on how much you believe in Jordan Love but a lot of people or there's a number of people who think he's going to be really really good or you know you might even consider trading up to go get someone who's a better quarterback so I, I so you're
0: that. saying that the Cowboys should draft a QB this draft
2: no, I'm saying they should pay him. But if they're going to go the route of not paying a quarterback, this would be the time to do it. I
1: I agree with that, but at the same time, the man turned down 33 million because he wanted 40 million. Like, come yeah. on, now
2: he's That's looking at word. but like
1: Jerry
0: getting paid, Carson Wentz getting paid, all these other QBs, and he's like, yeah, I want to
1: get paid too. But we're not gonna act like Dak Prescott has done. We've seen glimpses of yeah. Carson Wentz, and um, while well, Jared Goff's garbage now, they should have never <laughs> paid him that early. I, I yeah, but I had, he's had one bad year. So I'm far, gonna give him that, but Jared so far, Goff hasn't done problem. anything in the postseason. True, but so Dak Prescott hasn't
0: done anything in the postseason either. Yeah, that, that's that's my point. If he hasn't yeah. done anything, I got think paid, he should.
1: Why he he should take get the money it, when too. he
2: had the chance? Should have taken the money when he had the chance. But, I mean, that's only you're only signing yourself on to, like, more years of being underpaid, though. Because, like, think about it. If he took an offer that was, like, $30, 33000000 million, and then, like, he signed on for, like, four years, that's four more years of, like, okay, now I have to prove it to these guys again, why I'm worth this amount of money. You're right. But
1: to be underpaid, you actually have to play good.
2: And sorry to break it to you, he
1: hasn't really been showing us that he's underpaid
0: yeah he hasn't done
1: much since if he had Paris taken 33 million and had season. that type of end of the season what would we be saying right now some might even argue that he's overpaid i mean come on <laughs> i think the cowboys lucked out with not giving him 40 million dollars they actually argued
2: I okay. you think they should have given him 40 million i mean i, mean, I think i'm not gonna say I'm not going to say $40 million, but I think they should have – it's it's difficult. I don't know. I I feel like they should have paid him. They need – because he's a – for sure, he, they know everything that's going on. You know, There's more time for him to get ingratiated or integrated with McCarthy's system rather than drafting a quarterback and having him start from new. Because there's a chance at the end of the day that none of these guys pan out and none of them are good. And if you don't pay him, who are you going to replace him with? Because, I mean, I don't know, like, are the Cowboys – really like in the market to sign a quarterback and like if they wait for too long like if they play this game with Dak for too long they might end up being too late we'll see how he does next year and how the team does and we'll be able to he talk had, about him.
1: he had critical games I mean, where I wasn't sure mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: the Cowboys can really only go up from what it was last season I mean the whole division can go no they can't I can they
2: the exact same <laughs> like, weren't they 8 and 8 <laughs> I think they yeah. were 8 and 8 Exactly. They can stay right what? there. They've <laughs> been doing that.
1: The Cowboys, aren't they known as like being the 8-8 eight eight
2: team? Yes. Yeah, ask
1: Tony Romo. They you can know, stay Cole right
2: there. No, and that's all, That's another good point. They paid Tony Romo when all this was going on, and Tony Romo, yeah, hey, hey, he's a great announcer, but uh, quarterback, regular season quarterback, he was good. Postseason, I don't know about that. Maybe they learned from their mistakes. <sighs> that
1: could be true. I still think Dak has to prove next year, or at least I'm not going to blame it all on Dak. I mean, there had, there had been games where that defense really was, I mean, garbage. And yeah. the coach, don't even get me started with a coach. I, like, Amari Cooper, I remember he had zero receptions one game, mostly because they threw it to him how many times that game? Two times. And then you turn around and you pay him that much money. I mean, Amari Cooper's overpaid, but he definitely deserves money. He's yeah. a good player and deserves money. But it, the coach just didn't know how to get him the ball, plain and simple. I guess that's why they got Mike McCarthy.
0: All right. Let's go down to um, Bill O'Brien as a GM. What, what do you guys think about what he's been doing recently
1: as Garbage. a GM?
0: <laughs> Garbage.
2: <laughs> I mean, so
0: DeAndre Hawkins came out today and said basically said that they really had no relationship outside of football. Like, they didn't talk at all if it wasn't for plays or anything. And so that just goes to prove, like that trade, it wasn't for the Texans at all. It was for Bill O'Brien. It was because he wanted to get DeAndre Hopkins out of there, and that's what he did. It wasn't anything business. Out. It wasn't a smart trade. It wasn't good for anyone except the Cardinals. Now, Kyler Murray has a receiver, one of the. You can argue the best receiver in football right now. Some might say Michael Thomas. Some might say Julio Jones. But Top three and for
2: some sure. like you might say Odell Beckham. <laughs> His top three. <laughs> with no
1: evidence. <laughs> top three switches around a lot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Michael yeah. Thomas, Julio, and Hopkins.
0: Yeah, I think it was just really... I just I don't know what a he was doing trade. with that trade. I just, I don't know. I mean, okay. it came out...
2: Yeah, continue. No, go. Okay, so now, basically... I think Bill O'Brien is a complete idiot. Bill O'Brien, the general manager, general, uh, the head coach, he's not that bad. They've been to the playoffs. They've seen success. They were up against the chiefs who won the Super Bowl. and they, overall they're playing pretty well. Deshaun Watson, uh, but obviously they're both Clemson boys. So, you know, they have a, you know, they have a pretty good connection. They're both in the same place. You know, they both have a strong connection. So to trade them, it was also kind of a shot at like their friendship kind of saying like, yeah, like whatever you guys have like your friendship and, Like, I don't really like this guy. That's why I'm going to trade him. So it's kind of like a shot in that way. But it's also, you're, like, you literally just traded what I believe to be the number one receiver in the game. And basically, you traded him for a bag of chips and, like, some pebbles or something. Because, like, he's definitely (laughs) not worth a second-round pick. He's easily worth, like, he's worth a top-ten pick, if you ask me. You, like, minimum, you had to be talking a top-ten pick to to talk to me about DeAndre Hopkins. He's Mm -hmm. that generational. He's that great of a talent. Sticky hands, all that. So to trade someone like that for a second-round pick, and then you get Brandon Cooks back, so like he's, who's a really good player at his best, but he's injury, he he has a lot of injuries throughout his career, a lot of concussions. So like when you think about that, it might not have really been worth it. You traded him for an injury-prone receiver, and you're not, you didn't really get the return that you wanted. So overall, it was an idiotic trade, and they should relieve him of his GM duties for sure, for sure.
0: Honestly, I don't know why he's stayed – at Houston for that long. I mean, they've been stagnant what? the whole time that he's been there. You can argue yeah. they put a better coach in there. They do better. And I think it's kind of disrespectful to Deshaun Watson, too. You take away his best weapon and train him for a bag of chips? I mean, come on. Like, if I was Deshaun just on, just on Watson, I would be like, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to help me win games and go to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, not make my job harder.
1: And that's what Bill O'Brien's doing. I think Bill O'Brien got emotional and just let his emotions cloud his judgment. He just wanted Hopkins out of there and just got him out of there. Obviously. And I think Hopkins really – at the end of the day, the only person that really hurt was Bill. Well, the Texans, mostly Deshaun Watson. And I honestly think Hopkins has no problem with this. He's out. He's gone. Yeah.
2: No, I don't think Hopkins really cares. I mean, really he cares. joined
0: a really good receiving yeah. for it.
2: I, I, think he cares. Maybe, I think he cares a little bit, though, because he's going from a team that was contending to a team that, like, mm. could be contenders in the future, but, like, overall, right now, because, like, the Seahawks have been, like, good for a long time, so they're not going anywhere, as long as Russell Wilson's still playing, I feel like, anyway. And the Niners have been really good. The Rams are on the down, but, like, are there really three teams going to be from the NFC West that make the playoffs? We really don't I know. Mean,
0: with it's, the new CBA rules, that could happen.
2: Yeah. That's yeah, true. So you know, you never really know, because um, at the end of the day, I think for you know for DeAndre Hopkins, I think coming out of his division uh, was obviously going to be easier than having to come out of the tough division like the NFC West, which is you know the best division in the and the best division in the NFL. So yeah, I, I be totally comfortable with that statement. do good. All right.
0: So let's talk about some QBs now. Where do you think Cam will end up? Uh Bears. Bears? I mean, yeah, traded but, for Nick Foles.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah.
1: I, I'm saying the Bears because I kind of want him to go to the Bears. As in, I don't. I. I just. I'm. I'm a Packers fan, but the way I see the Bears is, to me, the NFL is always better when the Bears are good, for just some reason. And I want the Bears to. I obviously want them to lose to Green Bay, but I just I want the Bears to be good just so we could beat them. But I think you should go to the Bears because it's a good fit. I mean, I don't want Cam Newton to go to a bad team where he has to struggle. The Bears have pretty good like defensive pieces. Mitchell Trubisky was a huge problem, and good thing they they're finding a way to replace him. He had a good first year, but I don't know what happened. After, was it his first year or second year? It was, his, um, it was his first year. He he was good, but I don't know what happened to him. But I think the Bears would be his, like, ideal spot. Yeah,
0: I thought that, too, until then the next post-trade happened. And it just would seem, why would he be paying three quarterbacks at that point?
1: True, but at the same time, I think Cam Newton's better than both of them. I oh, yeah, the Bears, definitely. he is, he is. The Bears should just take the chance and just try to get rid of at least one of them.
2: Um I think there are a lot of places he could go and there's like obviously a lot of teams like circling it. So <clears throat> I really don't want him to go to the Patriots. I think that's dumb trying to live up to Tom Brady's like expectations or like the sh- like the kind of the the expectations he left behind. That's going to be Way too much for pretty much anyone to live up to. So I think that's a, like a stupid idea. First off, I would like to see him go to the Chargers, but I feel like the Chargers are gonna take a quarterback. I I have a feeling they're gonna take Justin Herbert. I no, know a feeling. Yeah. So I, feel like they're
0: I gonna don't. Take too. Yeah,
2: I don't see it happening. Like I don't see him going to the Chargers just because of that. If he gets signed though, I think he's gonna get signed after the draft once everyone kind of knows where they're at, like team wise. But um. I see him going to the Redskins because Dwayne Haskins is unproven. Uh, they, the Redskins have the second pick, and we most people agree they're probably going to take Chase Young because he's been a beast. So they're not taking the quarterback. They have Dwayne Haskins, who hasn't really proven anything yet other than in college. And then, obviously, Ron Rivera, who just signed with the Redskins. He's there now. He's his old coach. And they were having success last year, so I think I, it makes the most sense for him to go to Washington. So.
0: The Washington Panthers,
2: how about that?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, you're not funny. But, <laughs> in the in, no, but the, thing in the thing about the, oh, you can go. Oh, okay, in the thing about the Patriots, if you were to go to the Patriots and, like you said, live up to Tom Brady, <clears throat> if you were to take them all the way to the at least the the um divisional finals, could the, could the could the argument be made? Listen to me. This might sound absurd. Can the argument be made that Tom Brady is overrated?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> no, you can't. Listen, I, you know, I know what you're trying you to say. I know what you're trying to say. And it makes perfect sense, does it, it not? It People Wait. have been arguing about this, about this all.
1: Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. I might need to
2: think about this more off-air, but, like, you have a point. Like, right off the rip, you kind of do. Exactly.
0: I mean, that's kind of also why
2: Tom Brady didn't... Okay, no. I'm not going to say the divisional. I give it, like, the... I give it the conference.
0: You're saying Cam will would go to the AFC conference championship game.
2: Yeah, if he takes him there, then Tom Brady was that, overrated. That, oh, that, well, a little bit, a
0: little bit. I think that's kind Tom of fair. Brady signed with the Bucks. It's to prove that he doesn't need Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick now has.
2: Okay, okay to prove I that understand that. He need that. Tom Brady. I understand that, but like to me, at least, he's not proving that. He's just proving to me he's just proving he can go somewhere else and win. Like it doesn't yeah. go as far as like oh he's proving he doesn't need Belichick to win like yeah you don't need him to win but you needed like two like one receiver who's a Pro Bowl receiver all the, like a lot of the time you have a tight end who's going to the Hall of Fame probably is the best tight end ever now we don't know if he's gonna be that but he could be that you have a emerging tight end and then another emerging receiver like to me you're not really and a a decent defense who's only getting better like you're not proving a whole lot by when like. Yeah, if your you team beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl, I'll give him credit. But, like, going to the conference championship, or, like, yeah, that doesn't, to me, that doesn't really prove a lot. Because, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. To Tom or Brady. the divisional. The divisional. Also, Beating a team like the Niners would be kind of difficult for him to do, I feel like. I, I believe
1: it would work in Tom Brady's favor if they make it to at least the conference championship because of him. And by that, I mean he can't have the same season as last year. Last year. That defense, oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah, terrible. I can literally name games where the offense scored about less than 20 points. No, no, There were games where the offense didn't have to play. And, like, just yeah. by the, how many points the defense scored, they'd still win. Yeah. Exactly, he, yeah. They have to make it there because of him. Yeah. Not because
1: of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, or that defense, Shaquille Barrett. They have to make it there because of him. For us to actually say that he actually, like, accomplished winning, Keep in mind,
2: I don't think we're saying, to, I at least I'm not, I'll speak for myself. I don't think, I'm not saying Tom Brady is overrated. Like, even if, say, Cam did go there and he did win, I'm not saying he's overrated, like, oh, yeah, like his rings don't count or whatever. Like, obviously he's still great and he's still, yeah. like, to me, the best of all time. I'm not taking a whole lot away from him, but like, I'm just saying, like, okay, your teams weren't that bad. Like, this guy just did it, so it can't be that bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Honestly, I think, um, the best fit for Cam would be the Chargers, but they signed Tyrod Taylor and they're probably going to draft Herbert. Ooh, so I don't see. Taylor. <laughs> I don't. I, he could be starting, but I don't see why they would have signed Tyrod Taylor. Just another time, another franchise wasting money on too many quarterbacks. All right, so let's talk about Jameis Winston now. Where do you think he'll go? I honestly think – I think the Pats would be a good fit for him because, sure, he has to live up to Tom Brady, but he's not, like, a proven quarterback like Cam Noon. Cam Noon was an MVP. He led the Panthers to the Super Bowl, laid an egg against the Broncos and Levi stadium. But James Winston, he went 30 for 30 last season. He has nothing else to prove. He doesn't have to worry about living in Tom Brady's shadow. He, has, he can actually develop under Bill Belichick. So I think I would like to see Jameis go there. I, that would be a really good fit for him.
1: I, I think Jameis would actually do – I'm not sure. It's a hard one because we haven't really seen what Jameis Winston can do without weapons. And what I mean by this is the Buccaneers receiving core is ridiculous. I can name times where he'd throw it up to Mike Evans And Mike Evans would go and get it. Thinking about the Patriots offense, there's no one on that offense who will go up and get it like Mike Evans. He has to actually get them the ball. There might be lucky plays here and there, but he doesn't have the, what do you call it? He doesn't have, he doesn't get those Hail Marys. He doesn't get those go up and get it plays. So I, I honestly don't think, I think Jameis Winston was made to look a lot better than he was. Thanks to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I don't see him actually like improving his career on the Patriots or anything. He may get more wins just cuz of that defense, but <laughs> I don't see him playing better than he did on the Vikings. Uh
2: I did Vikings. I, 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 I,
1: <laughs> I mean uh fucking <laughs> years.
2: Hey, it's okay. I don't see him starting period like next year anywhere. Anywhere. I I can't see it. Uh I feel like, first off cuz there's quarterbacks like Cam Newton in free agency. So if you're looking to win, you would drive, and you would obviously take Cam Newton over, you know, what uh Jameis Winston has to offer. And I'm not saying he's bad. I, I think he has potential to be good. But I don't mm-hmm. see him starting. I think it really just depends on what the Redskins end up doing. Like if they sign Cam, then obviously he's not gonna play. But if they don't sign him then hey, they might give him a shot or, you know, who knows what happens in the regular season if a trade happens or something. But I don't see him starting anywhere. Uh the Patriots idea at face value it sounds cool because like you know Tom Brady doesn't throw a lot of picks and he's you know he's in New England so they have like a check down system he's not going to be throwing deep all the time but I mean at the end of the day that's not the type of quarterback Jameis Winston is like he's a big arm so you're going to take shots down the field you kind of have to because that's really what he's like mainly used for so I mean other than taking shots down the field he's not too great for much right now because he hasn't developed and if you're not taking shots down the field, I don't see why you need them. The Patriots aren't that kind of team. And to be honest, a part of me feels like, like I don't know if the Patriots want to be good next year because I feel like they want Trevor Lawrence and I really want to see that happen. But I have a feeling they're not, like I think they're cool with Jared Stidham. I think they want to ride it out and see where he goes. And if they lose, they don't care. And if they win, they don't care.
0: So So you're saying that the Patriots should basically pull the Warriors and just cancel the season to get the number one
2: pick in the, in the draft. I'm not saying they should cancel it. I'm saying they should try to win. But yeah. if it doesn't work out the way you want it to, they shouldn't be mad about it. The Warriors are going to try to win. You'll just, no, 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 no. I'm not saying they're trying to lose. But I'm just saying, like, no, yeah. if you In happen to talent. lose along the way, they're probably not going to be mad if they get the number one pick.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: It's like what happened with the Warriors.
0: Um. So you're saying that he's going uh, no. to um, start his career as a journeyman then? Sure all right well that's gonna that's kind of crazy the top two picks the what was the 2016 draft with Jameis and marcus mariota
1: 2015.
2: Uh,
0: 2015 draft that's kind of crazy how the first two picks are
2: oh yeah they're not even playing
0: probably starting their careers as journeymen and in college they're playing against each other for championships and now they're just fighting for starting jobs on teams that
1: can't win yeah well, who knows? They still have potential. We just have this. It's see. still time. That's true. Yeah. Mariotta's definitely got part. Like, you've seen it in some of his games. They Hell can yeah. get better. They just need one more shot.
0: I like um, him actually taking over for Derek Carr next season. Oh, that's going to be an interesting training camp, if there even is going to be one to see. They should have done hard knocks this year to see that QB battle. and So, last year <laughs> – Hard All right, not to uh, transmit that virus. <laughs> um, it's ended off with a pretty easy topic. Um, who are your guys' Super Bowl matchup for this season?
1: Um, I think I hear a lot of people talking about the Buccaneers. this, that, blah, blah, blah. I don't see them making the Super Bowl. Like, that's just it. I do not see them making the Super Bowl.
0: They can't I, make it out their own division. Huh? They can't even make it out of their own division. There's the
1: Saints still. The the same Saints that lost to the Vikings, sit down. But <laughs> all I'm gonna say is I don't see I don't see them making it out because we just haven't seen it yet. The defending champs, the, that Chiefs team, if that offense stays together and the Chiefs manage to get their running backs were decent, but if they manage to get like another decent running back, you're just gonna be improving the team and Patrick Mahomes is only getting better I my AFC pick has got to be the Chiefs and any other guess would be me just lying to myself or just trying to make some random assumption.
0: Well you know the Chiefs actually kept like I think they're your nine of their starters from last season and they're projected to pick a running back with the 31st pick in the draft or 32nd pick in the draft. If
1: so. that running back pans out, It's imagine having to stack the box against that team.
0: I don't think teams would want to
1: do that. Ask Sherman. He knows about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I can see why anyone would pick the Chiefs, obviously. I have a little more faith in the Saints than you do. I believe they'll be back in the same position with, again, the 49ers, obviously. Now I think a lot of it depends on the first off. It a lot of it depends on the draft. this is really early, but I think it depends on who we take. A lot of it depends on who we take and what the Saints do in the draft. I feel like because I think it's those two teams right now, and the Bucks are like coming up, and the AFC is really easy. You have the you have the Chiefs and you have the Ravens, and then everyone else just kind of falls below that. So I I'm a I'm a very big fan of Lamar Jackson. So I think the Ravens are going to come out of the AFC, and I think that because. If you look at how Lamar Jackson has progressed over the years he's been playing as a passer, he's progressed so much, like, drastically. You can't deny it. I don't care if you're shaking your head or not. You don't know. Never mind. The (laughs) point is, (laughs) he's been progressing, obviously, huge steps. So if you bet like I am, I'm betting on his progression. If you bet on his progression, if he progresses to being half the quarterback in terms of passing that he's been, He's going to get a lot better overall. The passing offense is going to explode. Their running offense is already dynamic because he's so good at running. You can't stop him. He's literally the most dynamic player in the sport right now. So you can't Humphrey. stop him running the ball. Hey, he's reminiscent of Michael Vick. You can't stop him running the ball, though. That's the point. If he gets his passing game to even, like, half of what – like, if, you, if he improves by half of what he was this year, he's going to be great. And that defense is still awesome. You, you know, Marlon Humphries is a baller. Come on, you that's know they got a
0: defense.
2: Hey, Marcus, and Marcus someone Peters. Someone tell, tell Hey, Marcus Peters is a baller. Marcus Peters is a baller. Marcus
0: Peters cannot guard anyone. You don't see what Debo did to him. You don't see what Debo did to him.
2: We're not going to play. We're De-bo's not going to Listen, 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 listen. The Ravens, the Ravens, the Ravens, the Ravens are the best team right now. Look at Look at their team overall as a as a whole. They have a beast receiver and. a Hollywood Brown, who's coming up, he's gonna get better, obviously, and you never know what, what did can he make do
0: besides a... the Dolphins game.
2: What were his best games? I mean, not are you his serious? Stats, let me go look. Are I don't you know. Let me go look at his stats. He's are you good. serious? Are you, are you trying to say he's not he good? A
0: game than the Dolphins game.
2: Are you? Trying, I don't is... know. Are you trying to say he's not good?
1: No, those are two different arguments.
2: Harold, 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 let's move on. We're not, we're not arguing. Okay. in Hollywood. Good receiving core. Good receiving core, right? Good weapons. He has a running back who can run the ball effectively. Mark Ingram has been good, you know. Uh, their defense is obviously solid. Humphries, uh, CJ. I think doesn't Mosby still play for them?
1: I'm, I'm not, not sure. I bad not
2: knowing this. I'm pretty Earl sure Mosey still plays for them now. Earl Thomas. Yeah. These are ballers. So they have. I mean, who do you think of in the Chiefs secondary that they have? There's not like a. Besides Tyron Matthew. Tyra okay, yeah. Besides Tyre Matthew, there's not like a huge name they have a couple of different names that are upcoming and they're also young and really really good so I think overall the Ravens are just the best team coming out of the AFC and then NFC wise I think you could flip-flop between the Niners and the Saints for now but as of right now I'd give it to the Saints all right a well light edge coming out of the NFC yeah right now I give it to the Saints by a little bit so what's the
1: Super Bowl matchup Raven and he Saints
0: said, yeah Raven Saints
1: Raven. yeah uh right I as of right now Saints Ravens I'd give them my Super Bowl matchup. I honestly, I'm not the biggest 49ers fan, but t- that team's dangerous. That team, that team's about it. That running game, George Kittle. That team's about it. I, I would have to give you it, it. to the we 49ers. did against the Saints. I'd have to give it to the 49ers just because they're about it. But the AFC, the Ravens, uh, going off like historical, just let's say. Usually, quarterbacks who run it a lot, they tend to have one good year of running the ball, and then after that, it seems like teams figure them out. So I honestly true, think defenses yeah. are gonna figure out Lamar Jackson. After bench be RG three, he
2: knows all. About okay, it. my response to that is, look at how the Ravens organize. They've built the team around Lamar Jackson. Like when they drafted Robert Griffin the third, yeah, you know. Like, obviously, they built – like, they had hype in him. They thought he was going to be good. They wouldn't have drafted him. But, like, if you look at the way they literally built this team around Lamar Jackson, like, they built this team to run the ball to – you know, they built it around him. So, I feel like when you have a team that's that invested in you as a player, you can only succeed. So, they basically built it so that him running the ball is, like, one of the last options. They No, they built it so he can do what he needs to do effectively. They built it so he can run the ball – and so he can get out of there when he has to do it. But so also, because it's a very well-balanced team when you think about it, they need to, I think they could upgrade on their passing game a little bit more. But when you look across the board, they're solid. So there's really nothing they can't do. They could beat you in every way.
1: It's
0: true. I'm Derek Henry. Um, my Super Bowl matchup is <laughs> a rematch of last year's Super Bowl, Niners and Chiefs. Um, just an early prediction. I those are the, some of the top teams in the AFC and NFC, and I think that would be a good matchup, as we saw last Super Bowl. It was a really good game. Unfortunate outcome at the end, though, but otherwise it was
1: a good game. Yeah, that could happen, but it rarely ever happens. I think, I think I for a lot of teams, once they get to the Super Bowl, it seems like they almost lose the fire. Like, Do you know what I'm talking about? And I think then hungrier
2: teams come along. Yeah, no, but I think it is very possible because when you look at the way that these two teams are built, I mean, the Chiefs are just straight offense because like, they're basically saying they're, their system is basically we're going to keep scoring and you're not going to score with us. So we're just going to keep throwing it, throwing it, throwing it, deep, deep, deep. We might check down a little screen here, but we're going to score on you and it's your job to score with us. So playing like that, it's a really tough team to beat, obviously, unless you have a team that can score with them or a team that can defend them. So it's not out of this world to say that Mahomes goes off again next year has another MVP type of season, then he takes him back. And then when you look, the Niners have easily the best – to me, the best defense in the NFC at least. You can argue they have the best defense, period, but the Ravens, again, have a very good defense. But the Niners, I think, to me, have the best defense. And when you have the best defense with a solid running game like that, you're going to keep the ball out of people's hands. And I think that's the only way – or one of the only ways you're going to be able to efficiently beat uh, Patrick Mahomes is you've got to keep the ball out of his hands.
1: So why'd they stop running it?
2: Why don't you ask uh, Carl Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan? I don't know. Ask Carl Shanahan. I don't blame him, though. That's my guy. All
1: right. You let him keep being your guy.
2: Hey, he's going to take us back. Just watch.
1: That's what you told Tevin Coleman. Lost him two <laughs> Super Bowls. <laughs> hey.
0: All right. Well, thank you for listening to What's the Scudder This has been our second episode. Catch our next a- episode on Thursday. And our... Fourth episode on Saturday. Thank you for listening. And you guys didn't have anything else to say? Yep. Yeah.